Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, March the 26th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I'm riding today without Dirk, my, my wingman here. We're going to have Dirk back in business tomorrow, but I have my real ring, uh, wingman, wingman, I'm trying yes. to say, Josh Crash Davis. Crash, how are you on this nice Saturday? I'm, I'm doing good. It's good to be back on the familiar side of the camera now. So, <laughs> Yeah, you did a fantastic job yesterday. Thank you for putting up uh, with me. Uh, for, for those that didn't see it, I was driving the whole time, so that was a, a real experiment in uh, podcasting. But I think we got the message through. We had another big prize picks night as usual, and that mm -hmm. was cool. But yep. today we're going to go over this seven-game slate. We're doing the main slate. We know there's eight games on there, but that one's just a standalone. So we're going to go through those, talk about the DFS uh, aspect of those games, and then we will dive into uh, a secondary podcast for our prize picks plays of the day. I will remind you, though, today is build the two brains are better than one FanDuel lineup. Did you remember that, Crash? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. Yeah, you can't get one pass crash. No way. No <laughs> way. All right. So we're going to dive into this and get it rolling. I'd like to thank our uh, presenting sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, sign up with the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space, and you get up to a hundred dollar free match on that first deposit. Put that promo code in. If let's say you open it for fifty. Boom, they prize picks puts 50 in there. And I'll tell you, if you would have done that eight days ago when we started our crazy streak here and we're keeping it going, I knock on wood every day. I have several places to knock, and we want to keep that going for you. So uh, what I found, too, uh, Josh, I want to share this at the, at the start of the show. I had three or four uh, members and a couple of people on Twitter respond in saying, you know, they've listened to our DFS show and they listen mm -hmm. to the prize pick show. And it's helping them build a, not just good lineups for DFS, but it's also helping them narrow down their prize picks pay, plates. Mm. So it seems like that mixture is really working uh, for our listeners. So yeah, uh, let's keep that going. Ah, let's definitely do that. I mean, we've we've been killing it. You know, we have we've been killing it this last week and a half. And uh, we had one of our members. It's Mike, baby. He had a huge night last night. So he sure did. Shout out to him. Yeah, it's it's Mikey Bay, it's Money Baby. He should change yeah, his name too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's dive in. No playing around. We got to get these up for everybody to check out. The first game at seven o'clock on this seven-game main slate is the Sacramento Kings at the Orlando Magic. Uh, Orlando is favored by two, and it's a two twenty-three and a half total. So two interesting teams that we've had a lot of experiences with lately. Uh, Sacramento, as far as injuries, they have Davis, Fox, and Sabonis. So Fox and Sabonis out again for Sacramento. And then uh, this the shooting guard rookie Jalen Suggs also out. So some key guys out, but they have been out now. I, I believe they're shutting Fox and Sabonis down for this last group of games. We may yeah. not see them again. Yeah. Uh, so let's take a look here. We're going to uh, go right uh, right into it here. Decent total, 223.5, and, and the game's supposed to stay close. 
I guess when I throw it over to you, uh, Josh, is it Davion Mitchell day? Like now that Fox is gone, it seems like he has completely yeah. taken over this team. Yeah, Davion Mitchell for sure for me, 5,900 on FanDuel, 6,000 on DK. Orlando's allowed the eighth most fantasy points to point guards. Um, while Fox has been out, he's been heavily relied on. He's played 37, 46, and 35 minutes yeah. in those last three games. Uh, he scored 30-plus DK points in three of his last four. So definitely getting the minutes in the production that you would expect um, while De'Aaron Fox is out. I agree. Anybody else on that Kings side that you're considering? Um, on the Kings side, not so much. I like some of the value here for Orlando. Um, Sacramento's okay. allowed the most fantasy points to shooting guards, so I like R.J. Hampton a little bit, actually. He's been okay. getting similar minutes to Franz Wagner and Markel Fultz, but he's actually been putting up better numbers in both, you know, than better numbers in Fultz and similar numbers to Wagner. And then um, right. Sacramento also allows the second most fantasy points to centers. So you could look at either Bamba or Carter here. I think they're both an option for um, for the Magic. And Ed, what what about uh, Damian Jones? What do you do? You feel he'll get the majority of those minutes at center? Yeah, he probably will. Um, I think you could look at probably him or Metu. I think they're probably both an option here. Yeah. Um, Metu's a little bit cheaper, you know. So it just depends on your build. But yeah, I mean they're they're both, you know, it's not a huge slate, so they're both in play. I think. Yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm with you here. I, you know, I like the value in this game. The total's fair. Um, Cole Anthony's up to 7-1, so I doubt that I'm going to go there. I mean, he's mm -hmm. just can be boom or bust for you. But uh, Davion Mitchell at that 6K on, on DraftKings and 5-9 on FanDuel definitely uh, will be a little chalky. Everybody's, you know, feeling comfortable going to him, and we know Orlando doesn't defend well. Um, you know, I still think, you know, Harrison Barnes is priced pretty low at 6K. I, I think you can even consider Trey Lyles and Damian Jones. I, I've always been a, a Damian Jones guy. He's 4-4, but Metu did play a terrific game last time at a flat 4K. So, right. you know, I get concerned when minutes get split. That's my big thing. So I'm looking at some of this uh, Sacramento uh, value and may go there depending on my build, but mm -hmm. probably the first one would be Mitchell. Um, yeah. On the on the other side, you know, I, I get it with R.J. Hampton. I like him as a player. He's 4-2 and certainly has been the guy that has uh, really taken advantage of, of uh, Suggs being out. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know if I'm going to push that button just because they do have some depth at guard, you know, with Fultz and Harris and Ross specifically. Right. I'm just a little concerned of that rotation. So I'm, I'm shying away there because there is some other value. And we know value always opens up during the day. So sure. uh, and then I, I, I'll tell you the guy, though, that that stands out to me. But the problem is the price is mm. Wendell Carter Jr. has now really yeah. been a consistent producer for us and for this last month, but he's eight, five now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember when he was five, eight, it wasn't, yeah. uh, you know, it's crazy how much he's gone up the ladder. Now he's recently been in the sevens, but eight, one, that's a big chunk to bite off. Yeah, I agree. So eight, five, we'll see. But uh, other than that though, I'm not, 
crazy about the Orlando side. They're just, again, they're playing a lot of guys. Okiki's mm-hmm. getting minutes. Mo Wagner's getting minutes. I I'm, don't want to, you know, have that rotation with two teams that are out of it uh, really sink me. So I'm not going to be super heavy on this first game. Just grab yeah. a little value and move on. All right. All right, man. We go to the 7.30 game, uh, Indiana Pacers, Toronto Raptors, and we have a a 10.5-point favoritism for Toronto. Indiana's uh, been getting waxed a little bit lately. Um, We've got a 118.5 implied for Toronto, 108 uh, for the Pacers. As far as injuries in in this game, Gary Trent is an important one to know, but he's questionable. So we need that news. Uh, we know Malachi Flynn is out. Also need two pieces of news, just like we did the last game. Uh, Goga Bataze and Jalen Smith, both li- both listed as questionable, and that changes the entire rotation in the middle. So uh, we do know that Duarte, Jackson, McConnell, and Turner are out. So that's going to be everything, man. We have to have that news in order mm-hmm. to know what the scoop is there. Um, you know, how are you looking at this game considering we don't know with Batazzi and Smith? Yeah, we definitely need that news. Um, I don't really like that rotation. It's been really hard to figure out, you know, which guy to play on which day. Some days it's Jalen Smith. Some days it's Isaiah Jackson. Some days it's Goga Batazze. Um, and, and I, I Terry just, Taylor's in the mix. Terry now. Taylor's in the mix. Yeah. But Isaiah and Jackson is that. out. Just, just yeah. So okay. Know. Jackson's out. Okay. So. That makes it a little bit clearer. Um, but, yeah, I've just had bad luck trying to guess between those guys like Smith and Batadze and and uh, Brissett is another one that I've had Justin trouble with. Justin Anderson, too. Justin Anderson. <laughs> yeah, so that whole mix of guys. Um, against Toronto, who's been pretty good against most positions defensively in fantasy points allowed. Um, so the play that I do like, and this is mainly on FanDuel where he's a little bit cheaper. He's 7,800 on FanDuel, 8,700 on DraftKings. Indiana's allowed the fourth most fantasy points to point guards. So I like Fred Van Vliet a little bit here. Uh, but that's really probably about it for me. Maybe Pascal Siakam, but I don't really like this game in general. What about Brogdon? What's your feel on Brogdon? You could go to Brogdon. Um, I did see that Toronto, I think they've allowed the second fewest fantasy points to point guards. So that's one thing that kind of kept me off of him. Okay. Now that's a good call. And, you know, it's, you just wonder with all of these, he's in, he's out, he's questionable. I mean, it's been very bizarre. So it makes it a little bit difficult to figure. Um, Halliburton's just too highly priced. I'm with you there. And Heald's price is way up there too. They really, handed yeah. it to those pacers right. so for me on the pacer side crash it's going to be i want the news because if if either smith or Bataze is out i'm going to play mm-hmm. the other one all day uh you know because i think either Bataze or smith if one of them's out will get yeah. mid-30s minutes and that would smash at their prices right so that's a key factor if they're both out then it's going to be O'Shea Brissett day for me and Terry Taylor or if they're both in then I might be back to square one and not go with anybody so that's how important that news is for me on that game okay Um, 
I'm not chasing Justin Anderson at 4K, though. I know he's the darling the last mm -hmm. couple of slates, but and I know he paid off, but I don't trust him. Yes. I, just, I fear traps too much, you know? And right. generally when we talk about traps, it happens, you know? Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Um, I know Dwight Powell, you know, we talked about him yesterday. I don't think he had that big of a game. So No, yeah. he did not. No, that was, that was yeah, a good call, but he's a lot. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know Bruce, uh, Boucher's been playing, you know, better of late. Do you like him yeah. here at all? Or yeah, I actually was going to mention him at at five two. You know, he's such a, a huge points per minute guy. Even yeah. if you, know, you you don't have to sweat it if he only gets twenty five minutes, but right, you know, you need him to get twenty five, and he's been getting it. So he's in play for me. Um, I'm actually, I was actually thinking of rolling out Fred Van Vliet today. Um, I know Brogdon's a good defender, and that scares me a bit. But, mm -hmm. man, you know, Toronto needs to win some games to get their position yeah. straightened out. Right. And, you know, he's due for one of his uh, games where he's scoring. And Pacers have been giving up buckets of points lately. So mm -hmm. uh, if Trent sits, he's the one that was questionable, correct? Let me see. I believe so. Yes. Believe he, if correct. Trent yeah. sits, then Van Vliet's going to – make my lineup for sure because those extra shots and three balls uh definitely i think van, you know i hope trent sits because i'll probably go van van bleet and boucher yeah all right dude let's go to the eight o'clock session we've got one two three games at eight a nine and a ten so we have three eight o'clock games the first one is the brooklyn nets and miami heat this should be an interesting game so it's a big total for a heat game. Brooklyn's yeah. favored by three and a half, and it's a 230. I don't know if I've seen 230 wow. total for a heat game. That's a lot. 116.75 yeah. um, implied for Brooklyn, 113.25 for the heat. So interesting here. Um, <clears throat> we've got injury-wise, it looks like we've got Brooklyn has Curry and Dragic probable. So – you know Dragic wants to play. I mean, yeah. this is yeah. his squad. Talk about a narrative here. So right. you've got Curry and Dragic. I, I'm counting in. Uh, Aldridge and Simmons out. For Miami, it's Hero, Oladipo, and Vincent out. It looks like all the other guys are in. But having Hero out and Oladipo and Vincent certainly shortens those the guard rotation big time. Mm -hmm. So, uh this should be a fun game, and you know we actually can play some guys here and not be worried about a super low score, according to Vegas. What do you right. think? Yeah, I've got a few guys here that I like. Um, with this being a road game, you got to look at Kyrie Irving. I mean, the way he's been playing, 63, 87, 42, and 69 DraftKings points his last four games. Good lord. Uh, just been absolutely killing it. So he doesn't play a lot, but – you know, because of the whole COVID situation, which that's about yeah. to change. So um, for now, I think we got to take advantage of Kyrie in these road games. Um, Miami is a good defensive team, though, so that scares me a little bit. They've allowed the fewest fantasy points to point guards, so that's yeah. definitely something you want to keep in mind. I do like Kyle Lowry on the other side here. 6,600 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DraftKings. Brooklyn's allowed the seventh most fantasy points to point guards. So I think that Lowry's a decent play at his price. Um, with Hero out, I, I definitely think you could look at Jimmy Butler. He's 8,000 on FanDuel, 8,400 on DraftKings. 
He yeah. had 55 DraftKings points against the Nets the first time this year, but nice. he only had 23 the last time they played them. So I'd have to see exactly what happened that they changed defensively or whatever it was that they did to help him, you know. And that was, was that Bam, you said? Bam? That was Jimmy Butler. Oh, was, Butler. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So they he had 55 DK points in that first game and then only 23. So I'm saying they had to do something defensively right. to make him that much less accessible. Um, Bam Adebayo, I know that, you know, last night we kind of thought he was going to be in a great spot and smash and everything. He let people down. I think you can go back to him here. He had 56.3 DK points against the Nets last time he played them on March 3rd. So it hasn't been that long ago either. Um, so I do like him. And I think that with Kevin Durant, I think that they're going to guard him kind of like they do with Giannis. I mean, they've held him below 50 in both games this year. So I think KD is a fade for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I this is going to really surprise you, but even with that total and all these great players, all the narratives, I am going to pass this game, and I have mm. a lot of reasons why. I'll share a few of them. Okay. Here's my reasons. Kyrie's been hot. This is Miami in Miami. Miami's motivated. They're taking mm-hmm. a lot of heat from all that blow up internally. Right. Kyrie's going to give some minutes up to Dragic. I mean, there's no doubt Nash is going to let Dragic get some decent minutes Mm because this is his old team in Miami where he played forever. They'll probably do a little Dragic, you know, tape, uh, you know, thing on the big board before the game. Mm -hmm. So you've got that whole dynamic. And then, you know, Lowry gets serious defensively when he's facing, you know, big time players like that. So I'm not saying Kyrie's going to get shut down. You know, don't Mm -hmm. go bonkers here. But I just – I don't think for that price it's going to be worth it. And Dragic, I'm not buying into that. I am buying into the narrative. I just don't think he gets enough minutes uh, to really uh, hammer that away. Um, Mm -hmm. Curry's back. But, again, it's going to be Curry and Duncan Robinson exchanging a few threes. But both guys can play a little defense. Yeah. Not as bad Mm -hmm. as you think. I agree with you on KD. They're going to find a way between Butler, Tucker, and Autobio, which should mm-hmm. be known as the defensive uh, Bermuda's triangle, really, those three guys. Uh, they'll find a way to at least, I think, keep him under 50 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, again, I, I need more than that for these kind of prices. Right. And then the Miami side, you know, Bruce Brown is part of the reason that Butler took a little bit of a step back. He does mm-hmm. – a good matchup for Butler um, and I think can cause him a little bit of trouble. And then, you know, the guy that I was thinking about was Bam, but, you know, back to back. Oh, God. A new dog seeing the mailman. How about that? Um, Maybe you should play Bam. Maybe that's a sign you're supposed to play Bam tonight. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Or is that that the dog? The dog play of the night is Bam, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I thought about Bam and I, I, you know, it's, I think Drummond could get in foul trouble because he's really, he, you know, he's good in the paint, but he, on the uh, exterior, he can't guard him outside. Bam Mm -hmm. should get that mid range jumper all day. So that would be the only guy I would go to, but uh, not a hundred percent sure, but really it's either pass game for me or Bam. Okay. I like it. All right, let's go on to the uh, the uh, second 8 o'clock game. We have Chicago and Cleveland. Um, mm-hmm. 
Chicago and Cleveland. Let's see where this line sits now. It is Cleveland minus one. So a barn burner here, 222 and a half, low total, 110.75 for the Bulls, 111.75 for Cleveland. Every Cleveland game has a lower total. They're just a yeah. lockdown. Mm -hmm. uh, injuries, uh, looks like Caruso and DeRozan are going to play. They're probable. Lonzo Ball remains out. We know that Allen, Rondo, and Wade, Wade remain out for Cleveland. So it's the two teams that have been taking the court for these guys uh, last several games. We know that these two are battling for position. They have their one game separated in the standings. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot on the line here. And Cleveland's fans, they've been selling out, getting pumped. I think you're going to see similar type of playoff atmosphere uh, that yeah. we've seen in the past with this game, which generally means a little bit tougher defense, a little mm -hmm. bit tighter played. So what what's your initial feel on this game? Is this one you're going to avoid a little bit because yeah, of the defense? I, yeah, I was going to say, I think this can be one of those games that we enjoy watching, but as far as participating with it in DFS, not so much. Um, right. I do like Laurie Markinen. Yes, it's a revenge game, but he did have – 43 DraftKings points last time he played against the Bulls. And yeah. it's, you know, the fifth most fantasy points allowed to power forwards by Chicago. So yeah. it's a good matchup for him. He's below 6K on FanDuel, so I like that price. DeRozan's really tempting me below 8K. I feel like it's been probably three months since he's been that low. Um, How much he, is he on FanDuel? He's 7,900. Okay, he's 8,900 on DraftKings. So there's that thousand dollar swing thousand dollar difference there and the same thing with me for Vucevic he's 7100 on FanDuel and 84 on DraftKings wow so both Vucevic and DeRozan I like on the Chicago side and then marking in on the Cleveland side and Levine a little bit too I like Levine a little bit too here 77 on FanDuel yeah and he's 85 on DraftKings so Cleveland right just getting killed on DraftKings pricing and bonus babies on FanDuel. So, yeah, yeah, it, it changes your builds, no doubt. Uh, question I have for you, Kevin Love started the last game, mm -hmm. and I have him projected as starting today. Did, okay. did you have a feel on that? I did not. So are you saying that Markinen's not going to start? or is No, Love no. Okay, okay. Here's what I have projected. They they had been starting both Okoro and Lamar Stevens, and those two okay. are great defenders. Right. But when you give up all that offense, they were stalling a little bit and not scoring as much. So mm -hmm. he finally realized, listen, I can't play these two guys that, that can't score at all at the same time yeah. to start. So I think he made a good move. I was shocked, though. I thought it would be Levert and then bump Markin into the four. And Mobley yep. at the five, but he he won't start with Levert for some reason. It looks like it's going to be Garland, Okoro, Markinen, Love, and Mobley. So, you know, if that's the case, that changes the dynamic here, and it does make it very difficult for the Bulls because they played DeRozan at the four. So right. having to match up with basically three centers, if you will, and Markinen, mm -hmm. Love, and Mobley. I mean, they can all play center. Uh, right. You now have to guard them with a very undersized Javante Green, undersized DeMar DeRozan, and defensive struggles, you know, Nikola Vukovic. So right. uh, 
that makes me really think that this is a key spot on this slate. I mm. think I want to go with a combination. And I, you know me, I, I like to spread it around. I like to right. double or triple play. But I just think that Cleveland is going to have a field day inside. And okay. I, I, it just makes sense to me, especially with the fact that um, with Caruso back, they've really improved their perimeter defense. Not that you're going to hold Garland down, right. but he's mega expensive over that 10K mark now. And I think that they'll just try to take advantage of the size opportunity mm -hmm. inside. Because even coming off the bench for the Bulls, if they bring Desunmu in or Patrick Williams, undersized. Right. Tristan yeah. Thompson's not the biggest guy in the world, although he's a center. He yeah. can at least hang with those guys. But I, I like a combination. I, I haven't decided which two yet, but if you want to, you know, you, they will be on uh, my lineup in Discord if you want to join us there. And I'll mention it now, dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up there for as little as a three-day pass for 10 bucks. Check us out. We give out full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, a coach's clipboard on DraftKings, so you're going to get a core group. And that's where I'm going to decide. I'm going to start two of three of Markinen, Love, and Mobley, mm. uh, six, four, six, five, and yes, Mobley's 8-1, but that's not that bad considering. No. no. And I just think that that's a, a good point of focus uh, on that side. And then following up on the other side, um, here's what I'm thinking. DeMar DeRozan, FanDuel 7-9, got to have him. Just can't mm -hmm. can't go against DeRozan here because it does help him get free for some of those penetration shots and yeah. then his specialty, the mid-range jumper. And he can make a three or two anymore. He can make right. a couple. And with, you know, marketing or love, uh, having to guard him, he's going to get some of those shots. So mm -hmm. this could be the game of the night for me, and I don't think it's going to be for most people because I think they're going to take the exact thing that you said initially. Great game to watch, maybe not a great DFS play. This one is a little sneaky to me. I'm, I'm going to go after it with uh, probably three guys from this game, and that will yeah. make my entire lineup very contrarian and hopefully uh, in takedown mode. Mm. I like it. It's a different one. I surprised you on that one, I bet. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. All right, we have two games left, a 9 o'clock and a 10 o'clock, correct? I didn't miss it. Oh, I missed your bucks. Never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I did that on purpose. Uh, it's Milwaukee at Memphis. Memphis by one and a half, another great one, 233 and a half, super total. My magic number, both implied totals over 115. That holds true still. It always yeah. pans out. Have exposure to those games. Bucks, 116 implied. Memphis, 117 and a half. So mm. probably the game of the night to watch for me. Right. Um, interesting here, Giannis questionable. So you are the Bucks whisperer here. So <laughs> is Giannis going to play? Let's just ask that right off the schneid here. Hmm. I I don't know. I, I I think he will, but I'm definitely not confident in that. Um I think okay. you know Bud's been holding him out lately, and Milwaukee is now a half game behind Miami for that first seed, so they're getting closer to that. So it's really gonna come down to do they really want to play for the one seed or are they gonna be comfortable in the two or three or something like that, you know? Right. So, 
Interesting. Yeah. So you can't text, shoot a text over to Giannis and he'll reply. Yeah, let me, yeah. <laughs> I you know, so, I mean, obviously that has everything to do with this game. I mean, you know, because other than that, Middleton's probable, but Drew Holiday out. Out, yep. So that's huge. That's what makes me think. I got to think they want will play Giannis, but I could be dead wrong. Yeah. I have no idea. And then for Memphis, Clark, Ja Morant, and, and Tilly are out. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's bad news for Milwaukee that Ja's out because they don't lose without him, it seems like. I know. It's crazy. So we could be without Ja and Giannis here. It's possible. So, I, I mean – Everybody's going to be putting George Hill in there like he's the, the greatest player <laughs> since uh, Jordan and LeBron. But right. I don't know, dude. What what are you thinking about here? I actually I actually like Javon Carter more than George Hill in this game. I do, too. He's so really been I'm glad that you three. said that. He's really been shooting the three well. And uh, I think he's a little bit cheaper. They may be about the same price, but I just – my gut says that, like you said, everyone's going to rush to George Hill, and Carter's just been the better point guard this year. So Definitely. he really has. I mean, he's been awesome defensively too. So yeah, um, which leads me to this this next point. I, I kind of lean towards the Anthony Melton here a little bit more than Tyus okay. Jones. Wow, um, Tyus Jones will definitely get a lot of ownership, I think, with Drew Holiday out. But Carter has been just as good, if not better, defensively. So I think Carter is going to get a lot of minutes in this game. Um, Middleton, I mean, he's a top play, one of the top plays for me on the slate. If Giannis is out, obviously, seventy seven hundred on Fanduel. He's eighty seven hundred on DraftKings. I don't like that price. Uh, right. He had forty eight DraftKings points last time he played against Memphis, so he has had a good, you know, performance against them, even with Giannis and Holiday out there. So definitely want to play him. And I like, I think a lot of people are going to go to Grayson Allen because he's playing up, you know, against Memphis, back in Memphis. I like Pat Connaughton. He's got more overall game. He's not just a three-point shooter like you have with Allen and Wesley Matthews. So I I like Connaughton here over Allen and and Matthews. Wow. What about on the Memphis side? On the Memphis side, I like uh, Melton. You can play Tyus Jones. I'm not saying I'm going to fade him. I just like Melton more than Jones here, um, strictly for ownership mainly. And then uh, Jaron Jackson's had some good games against Milwaukee, so I like him a little bit. But with Brooke Lopez, it's kind of buyer beware because that interior defense is much better when he's down there. Uh, well, I'm shocked at, at all of those comments. I, you know, We do these all, all the time together. I would have never picked those guys for who you would have recommended here. That's a really cool take. It makes perfect sense. Uh, and I think it'll be very contrarian. So I, I really think those are some, some interesting points. Um, for me, there's a couple of things here. If, if Giannis sits, Middleton's mm-hmm. going to be my top play, hundred percent, everything, cash, GPP, you know, single entry. I just think Middleton has to show up. You know, with Holiday right. and Giannis, he'll play basically point guard. He'll take a ton of shots. I mean, mm-hmm. I hope Giannis sits because I would love to just plug Middleton yeah. in and feel great about it. I don't care what his price is, really. Right. Um, after that, you know, I'm torn. I, I like Carter a little better than Hill, but I'm afraid that it's going to make me not want to play either one of them mm-hmm. um, because I think they'll share some some duties there. Uh, you know, I know Brooks playing better, but 
you know, you still have Portis in the mix. So it makes me a little, you know, wary there. But again, that's all if only if Giannis sits. If Giannis yeah. plays, it changes everything then. You know, you, you, you flip it and then Giannis becomes the better play because mm-hmm. I don't think they play him on restricted minutes. He sort of seems like when they decide he's going to play, he's just going to play. Yeah, if it's exactly. close, he's going to play. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. Because I, I don't think he has that kind of motor where they can say, okay, Giannis, we're going to play this much time. You know, of course, when it gets out of control, they take him mm-hmm. out. But, you know, so if he's in, I'm counting him in like 100%. Yeah. Be, you know? yeah. Yep. Yeah. If he plays, I'm playing him, period. Yeah. I mean, I'm with yeah. you. It's So it's either him or Middleton will be one of my main payup guys today. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the ball, it's interesting. Let me, I'll ask you a question here, and it's going to be pretty easy answers. Who is the number one team in the NBA with the starting lineup? Def, I'm sorry, defensive efficiency wise for the season with the starting lineup Jones, Bean, Brooks, Jackson, and Adams? Memphis. Number one in the league. Last mm-hmm. two months, number one in the league. So this isn't this isn't just something that, that there's not been many games. We're talking 20 right. games, like yeah. you know, a third of the season that's been played, whatever the case is. My math is bad, but they they are the real deal defensively. So mm-hmm. I don't want to load up on a you know a lot of shots. Like I think people when they see a guy like Giannis sit out, they think, okay, let me get cute. I'm going to take an Allen or a Hill or a yeah. Carter or a Lopez or a Portis. I just don't think there's going to be enough free DFS points because of that stellar defense that mm-hmm. it's not a small sample size. It's a respectable sample size yeah. for this group of five starters. So uh, for me, it's going to be the one shot, either Middleton or Giannis. And then on the Memphis side, I still, you know, I still think Tyus Jones, I know he disappointed last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think he's the man, and the fact that he doesn't have to get guarded by Drew Holiday makes him even uh, a better play for me. So yeah. I'm still on the Tyus bandwagon. I'm going to continue to ride it. I think he'll have a bounce-back game um, from there. and really don't like anybody else on the Memphis side. Okay. All right, let's go to the 9 o'clock game. It is the Oklahoma City Thunder-Denver Nuggets. Um this game uh, with Oklahoma City is a tough one to figure. They are certainly keep you guessing. Um, it's Denver by a big fat 15. So uh, high elevation game in Denver. They have the biggest implied total by a lot. 122.25 for Denver. Only 107.25 for the Thunder. All kinds of issues here. What the heck's going to happen you, I don't care what anybody says. I'll argue with you all day. You do have to game script certain blowouts because if I'm spending 12K on Joker and I can't get more than, you know, whatever, 27 minutes, I, I'm not going to be a happy camper. And I think you've yeah. got to either sell out and say, okay, I'm going to say it's a blowout. I'm going to sit him. Or I think OKC keeps it straight, yeah. close, and I'm going to play him. I don't know why touts don't want to ever say that. They'll always say, you know, you can't predict blowouts. You can't. I get that. Sometimes it flips, but Mm -hmm. that's not my point. My point is take a stand. Either you think it stays close enough or you don't. And if that doesn't affect who you play, then I'm not sure what you're, I don't think you're doing this the correct way. So uh, that's just the way I look at it. So that 
The big thing with Oklahoma City that makes them so agitating is SGA. You never know if they're going to play him or sit him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's questionable again. It changes everything with Oklahoma City. And it's never – it seems like they're always, like, toward the ends of the slate lately. And it just screws everything up. And it's so frustrating because they've given up, and but SGA can smash a slate. So right. it's so frustrating there. But uh, Favors and Kenrich Williams are also questionable. Then you have Josh Giddy, doubtful, but I'm counting him out, and JRE is out. So, you know, the, two of the bigs and Favors and Williams definitely changes everything with Baisley and Roby and Saar and everything if they play. Mm-hmm. SGA, I mean, if SGA sits, Trey Mann's been terrific lately. Right. If SGA plays, then you can't play Mann because his prices come up. So, you know, again, I, I'm going to have no definitive decision there. Denver, they have Zeke Naji and Porter. You know who Michael Porter Jr. is questioning? Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Can you believe that? So Naji and Porter are questionable. I don't expect Porter quite to play yet, but he may. If he yeah. does, it's going to be like 10, 12 minutes. So mm-hmm. don't play him, but it, it's important to know because right. it's going to change the face of things. I'll tell you what, if Denver can survive here, they're 12 games over 500. They get a healthy quarterback and a healthy Murray back. They're gonna they're gonna make some noise some, in the playoffs yeah, for sure, definitely. So other than that, uh, Najee and Porter questionable, Kanchar and Murray still out. So this game takes uh, you know the the turn of do you play it or not because of the blowout mm-hmm. with that big fat spread. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's tough. I mean. When when SGA played, they played each other on March 2nd, and SGA played in that game, and Oklahoma City won that game, and that was in Denver, which is crazy to me. Yep. Uh, so if F- SGA plays, then I'll probably look at, you know, the joker here. Um, Oklahoma City's allowed the fourth most fantasy points to centers. You know, if he sits, I think DeMarcus Cousins could be in play. I think that Bones Highland is also in play. Um and then on the, the Oklahoma City side, Isaiah Roby has, you know, he had 51 DraftKings points last time they played Denver. Crazy. They've allowed the fourth most fantasy points to power forwards, and I consider him to be more of a power forward than a center. He's got that dual position eligibility, but I like I think he's more of a power forward. Um, going back to Indiana. So I think that, you know, he is in play for me on Oklahoma City, and SGA, if he plays, it would be in play. But probably just Roby for Oklahoma City and then either Highland or Cousins or Jokic, depending on who plays, uh, if SGA plays, you know, for the Thunder. Let, let me ask you this. If you play the Joker and he's 12K, how many points? Because, you know, the standard has changed. I mean, it, right. now really in the industry, everybody sort of agrees it's not 5X to get the value. It's 5X no. plus 10. 5x plus 10 is the new standard. Mm-hmm. So what is 5 times 12? 60. So he needs 70. So if you don't get 70, which will probably make him one of the top two or three scores on the night, mm-hmm. then that's a bust. Yeah. And it's a game with a 15-point spread with possibly the best player from the other team not playing. Yeah. So for me... I'm, I'm not buying. I'm just not going to buy in. Now, if he does play, it stays close, and he gets an 80-burger, I move on to tomorrow. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to be wishy-washy on this podcast 
and tell people the best player on every team. If you right. if you listen to some of the other folks, they're going to give you the three. And I'm not trying to be negative against anybody yeah, I else. Know. You hear a lot of that. Like I love you know the Joker is a great play. SGA is a great play. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it, but you're there's a salary that you have to stay within in these right. games, and you have to figure out what you're going to do. And can the Joker get seventy? Yeah, he could get seventy probably every game if he really wanted to. Is he going to have the opportunity to get seventy? Right. Here is my question. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just not going to do it. I I'm not. I don't believe SGA is going to play. If we get news halfway through the slate that he's going to play. I'll have enough exposure in this next game that I could probably make three, four switches and make mm -hmm. a few things happen. So I'm not saying eliminate it completely, yeah. you know, in your in your builds and in your uh, you know planning. But the last thing you want to do is have, if let's say you put them both in SGA and the Joker, mm -hmm. and it gets to you know 8:40, and all of a sudden uh, they're both out. Now yeah. you're going to be eating salary all over the place and you're right. dead. So, I, yeah. you know, I get late swaps there. I just don't see the right dynamic in these late games. I don't see that game staying competitive. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I, I'm probably going to put Trey Mann in there at 5-7 because that's an easy swap because you have Jalen mm -hmm. Green the next game is 5-8. You've got – you know, Will Barton at 5-3. You've got like an LB at 4-7. There's lots of opportunities to flop, get, sure. you know, flop around there uh, if you want to, if SGA does play. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then Trey Mann, I'm not going to play at that point. So the thing I'm concerned about with the big men for the Thunder are Favors and Kenrich Williams, who hasn't played in a while, may yeah. play. They're questionable. That really screws up, you know, Krejcik, Baisley, Roby, and Saar. Now you've got six guys, you know, grabbing some minutes at the bigs. Mm -hmm. So it's probably just Trey Mann for me on that side, only if SGA sits. And then on the Denver side, you know, you can always still go because it's cheap with either Barton at 5-3, Gordon at 5-4, or Highland at 5-2. Um, I like Highland better than Morris right now. And I know, you know, yeah. they, they're splitting duties, and that's not a good thing either. But the prices are good enough to have one piece of exposure on that side, but I am looking at a, a blowout potential here and mm -hmm. that's going to keep me from spending big in this game. Controversial yeah. or not, no, I, that's my stance. Yeah, I totally get it. I mean, I wish I would have done that last night with Embiid because I had a feeling that they were going to blow out the Clippers and I didn't do it. And I wish I had. Right. A lot of yeah. people. Yeah. A lot of people, including me. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Last game. It's 10 o'clock, late night sweat game all by itself. Uh, Houston Rockets and the Portland Trailblazers. Houston's favored by four, 231 and a half. Nice little total. 117.75 for Houston, 113.75 for the Portland Trailblazers. Um, injury wise, uh, oh, we actually, it's not just flat out out for Garuba and Wall like it's been every single game. <laughs> And I mentioned it, Garuba is actually now doubtful. So oh, wow. I know it. It's that's just my whole lineup right there. It's, and I'm totally out, out of kilter here now. I can't focus. The, yeah. I, I enjoyed that that Garuba and Wall. I wasted five seconds line every day. It's right. gone. So Garuba is uh, doubtful, Wall out. For Portland, though, how about this group of out? Hart. 
Winslow, Bledsoe, Luzada, Nurkic, Simons, and Winslow. <laughs> yeah. So good luck, Portland. I season <laughs> ticket holders. I hope you're enjoying G League basketball. <laughs> Tough. All right, man. Where do you even well, start on this game? I mean, this is a, I guess this is plays. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we just had this game last night. You know, so right. how how do we? Did they have a makeup game, or was it scheduled to be this way? This is just crazy to me. I don't know if I've ever seen this where you had the exact suit. You know, they same do back to backs. Usually, there's one day in between. Yeah, but I'm not sure. So, do we need to just pull up the box score and decide right. whether it's going to be exactly the exactly. same? I honestly had that thought, uh, you know, this morning. But I mean, Chris Dunn, obviously, good value play. Um, I like Watford a little bit. He's 6,100 on FanDuel versus 7,200 on DraftKings, so a lot better play on FanDuel. Jalen Green, as you mentioned, is a good play. Um, Brandon Williams had a terrible game last night with 8.5 DK points. I still like him. Something, man. He sunk a lot of lineups with that. Crazy. Uh, I I I still like him though in GPPs. Houston's allowed the the most fantasy points to point guard, so I'm going to trust that here and just say it was off night for him and in um, Fanduel at least 6100. I think that's a fair enough price uh, that I can go back to him. And then Drew Eubanks. I mean, it's the same guys we liked yesterday for me. Well, guess what? I'm looking at the box score, and here's why I'm not trusting any Houston Rockets right now. Ten guys, literally ten guys, played between 19 minutes and 33 seconds and 27 minutes and 35 seconds. Yeah. 27 minutes and 35 seconds was the most anybody <clears throat> played for them in this game. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Green 27, Porter 26, Wood 26, Jay Sean Tate 22, Gordon 21, Jengun 21, Schroeder 23, Kenyon yep. Martin 22, Garrison Matthews 19, Josh Christopher 20. Now, you can't – you have to script that out ahead of time and say <laughs> we're playing this group of 10 guys equal minutes and just yeah, roll with it. Exactly. So what what does that do to you in DFS? Yeah, I know. And and like I said, I only have – I've got five guys here from this game, and only one of them is on the Houston side. So that kind of tells it right there. I mean, I would assume that means they're going to do the same thing tonight. Yeah, I would think so. But who or, knows? Are they using the reverse and their key guys are going to get the extra minutes tonight? I don't know. I, you know, they have nothing to play for. They want to give Christopher some run and, and right. Jengun and all these guys. I mean, it's such a risk. That's my problem. You know, yeah. I, if you want to take a few shots at the key guys in, in, uh, you know, contests where you know you've got multiple entry i get it mm -hmm. because you could pop a big guy or two but for a cash single entry guy i'm i just don't see the risk reward aspect it's too much risk yeah i mean dunn i feel like he's probably the safest play here he's been pretty consistent chris dunn yeah well i i'm talking about the houston side oh well, on the houston side yeah 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 I mean, literally not a guy over 26 minutes, and you just don't see that in the NBA. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to mess with it. Now, going to Portland, to, to your point, 
it's a totally different scenario now. You've got yeah. yes, they played their they played three guys off the bench uh, quite a bit, four guys actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, here's here's the issue though. You have uh, I agree with you. I like Chris Dunn. He played 19 minutes. Yeah, and that's a concern. You know, I you can't afford in this day and age in DFS to get a guy with 19 minutes as a key player for you. So that scares me. The True. guys that I lean towards here, uh, Josh, are Ellaby. He's been getting consistent minutes. Watford has really been getting the most minutes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those two are my top two guys. The The fourth uh, 10-day contract for Eubanks, he got 27 minutes. He can be in play. Then right. it gets a little dicey because he got Keon Johnson, Brandon Williams, Chris Dunn, uh, Greg Brown, Elijah Hughes, Ben McLemore, uh, and even uh, Blevins, all those guys between 17 and 25 minutes. So, you know, right. you have two teams that have given up. Um, yeah. So for me, the only guys I could trust here would be Ellaby Watford or, or Eubanks. Not that I'm going to use all three of them by any stretch, but where one of them fits from a price standpoint um, I may try to make it work. You know, you look at their prices, Eubanks is up to 6'6", LB's only 4'7", but mm-hmm. Watford's is 7'2". Is so not like you're stealing any of these guys, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I really, you know, for me, man, it's – if I had to build a lineup right now, like we're going to build this two brains lineup, yep. it's almost impossible without this all this news. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, I, I hate to be like, you know, stay tuned or catch us on Discord. It's not a sales pitch. It's it's the <laughs> truth, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. But the good thing is we're going to build this two brains right now. And if there's a bunch of changes, our man Colin will get that up on Twitter so that, you know, mm-hmm. non-members, everybody that's listening will get that, that lineup uh, for our GPP on FanDuel. Yep. I'm going to give you the first pick today because – you know, I've got I don't know if it's because I'm still half out of my wits from driving 21 and a half hours or <laughs> if this lineup is just that damn tough to build. <laughs> All right. I'll go ahead and start with what we were just talking about. I'm going to take Chris Dunn at point guard. Even though I just told you he played 19 minutes. OK. Yeah. All right, dude. It's OK. Stand by your gun. Guns. Guns. Yeah. Uh, your duns. Um, I'm just glad uh, Dallas isn't playing today. Yeah. Because we don't want any mispronunciations. At, uh, you know, I almost swerved off the road. You'd have been, I got it now. You would have been the cause of an accident because of the disrespect for Mr. Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, I, I, I listened carefully last night when they were playing to see if the announcer got it right, because I was going to say something to you if he didn't, but he did. He said Doncic, right. so, yeah. Absolutely. I do hear some of them mess it up, though, but, you yeah. know, Hubie Brown, he's like 90, literally. He's one of the greatest <laughs> basketball minds in his well, history. He he pronounces it wrong, but, yeah. you know and what, I hear when you're say like Giannis, 90, you yeah. get a – yeah. You get yeah, a I pass. Be honest, and I'm like, no, that's not his name. Yeah. <laughs> so I get yeah. it. All right, I'm going to go Fred Van Vliet, 7,800, too cheap. All right, so we got two point guards. Yeah. 
I'm going to take Mark and in at power forward. Okay. A power forward, Mr. Markinen. Um, let's see here. I'm I'm going to again, you know, this is these things are going to change if people are in or out, but I'm going to go ahead and take um it's going to be weird, but I'm going to take Giannis. Okay. If he sits, then we will know we need to are, flip to Middleton. Are you taking him at small or power forward there? I want to take him at small so then we can put Middleton in that spot. Okay. Okay. Does that I'm make gonna sense? Make, yeah, I'm going to make a switch. I forgot about somebody that I really like on this slate. I'm going to take oh. Dunn out, which is going to make you happy. <laughs> but okay. that's not why I'm doing it. I'm going to put Davion Mitchell in there. I like him better. Okay. No, Chris Dunn's going to go for a career high tonight. There's no That's doubt. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chances with Mitchell getting almost 40 minutes a game lately. So I'm going to watch just seeing if Mitchell outscores him and Dunn head to head. So we'll see. I like your chances. I like the change. If it matters, I like it a lot. Um, how about we go with um, $5,500 power forward playing next to Markinen in my theory of the two bigs for Cleveland, Kevin Love. Yeah, I like it. I'm so going to. Eliminates, that eliminates my Mobley guy, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take, um, where'd he go? Oh, he's not a shooting guard. Never mind. Oh. Um, I was going to take Trey Mann, but he's a point guard only. I know it. Uh, it doesn't make much okay. sense. We need some value. I'm gonna I'm gonna take um, Connaughton wherever he is. Okay. Forty eight shooting guard. Connaughton shooting guard forty eight hundred. Am I spelling it wrong? C O N. N. Got it. Okay. Uh, what does that give us? Sixty two thirty three. All right. Yeah. How about? Uh, Again, these things could change, but I'm just going based on gut feel here. I'm going Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. 6,900, but, you know, we got to make sure he's in. So, yeah, we're going to have to go a little cheaper at center, 5,900 for the last two spots. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll take – oh, man. I can take a guy at center if you want. Yeah, you, you can go ahead and do that. Damian Jones. Okay. That gives you 6,300 for small forward. Didn't you say you'd love Baisley tonight? Uh, Roby. I like Roby. Oh, Roby. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. 
That's okay. You have Baisley, Brooks, Heald, Brissett, Barnes, Porter. There's a lot of good guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, let's see here. I'm going to take some value a little bit um, with Franz Wagner at 56. Okay, that leaves us a lot. That leaves us 700 bucks. So mm-hmm. stay tuned because we also may be going down from Giannis to uh, uh, Middleton. So if we do that, uh, then we're going to even have more. So then yeah. we can go up to a big stud. Yeah, you can also um, – I know you mentioned you like Boucher. If you wanted to move from Jones to him, you can do that too. Uh, let's wait until we get the rest of that news. Okay. Because if Trent's not out, it squeezes Boucher's rotation minutes, even though it's not the same position, it still mm-hmm. squeezes minutes from him. Right. All right. So for now, again, you know, this is morning. So we're stay tuned on, right. even if you're not a member, stay tuned on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati. He is at JP Davis 1982. We have Davion Mitchell, Fred Van Vliet, Pat Connaughton, Malcolm Brogdon, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Franz Wagner, Lori Markinen, Kevin Love, Damian Jones. What do you think? I think it's a strong lineup. I think it is a unique lineup. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 definitely got good potential. Plus, we have seven hundred bucks in our back pocket if we need right. to do some swapping. Yeah. All right, my friend. Fits, I think we could really have, you know, a balanced, really balanced lineup if he sits. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because then we can go to Middleton and then a buy up and have really yeah. feel good about it for sure. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for, you know, the transition and trying to get things up and going. We, we haven't missed a pod and we're not going to. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow should have a little bit better look. We'll get Dirk and company back and uh, go from there. So stay tuned for our prize picks pod that will be coming up shortly after this one. Uh, thank our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks, uh, and go to prizepicks.com, sign up with the promo code Coach Talk. If you want to jump in with us, it's dfscoachtalk.com. All right, Crash, I think that is it, my friend. Any final words? Oh, I, I just want to you know, keep it rolling, keep it rolling on our prize picks plays and, and get, get rolling on DFS here. So I'm with you. All right. Thank you everybody for listening in. Really appreciate it. And we'll be back again when we look to crush it in DFS NBA.